0: Hey, Godlings. This is episode five of the American Gods podcast titled Introducing Shadow. I'm your host, Michael Lanek, and with me is Sarah.
1: Hey, Godlings.
0: So um, uh, first I need to uh, make a little bit of an apology because we we wanted to get this out uh, a few days ago. However, Sarah's on vacation. And ran into some difficulties in, you know, being able to record uh, the podcast because she was with family and everything. And, and you know, you That's initially thought... Chaotic. Yeah, yeah. So initially, you know, we thought we could find, you know, some time there. She might be able to get away for a while and, and we could record the podcast. That, however, that didn't happen. And so we're just, you know, getting the recordings done now. So this will be out... Um, it's not gonna be out tonight which is uh, Sunday uh, it should be out uh, tomorrow it'll be when I get back uh, from work I'll do all the the post production stuff all the editing and then I'll, I'll get it put up uh, as soon as I can so I would say look forward to it being online sometime in the uh, mid afternoon kind of time frame
1: not that we can really tell but I guess I could tweet it out I might do that
0: yeah, just kind of give everybody a heads up. It, it'll be out, you know. Um, So how was your trip anyway?
1: It was good, you know, <laughs> very chaotic. We drove, like we, um. I live up in Canada, and we were driving down to Oregon. And we were lucky that it was nice, to like, both ways. And the drive was really, you know, smooth, no troubles or anything with, like, the border. Because they're always, you know, <laughs> fun to deal with. But, um, yeah, we had a really good time. Family, we got to see, like, everybody, mostly, and, um, we had, like, a Dungeons and Dragons campaign going with friends, and that was a lot of fun, and, yeah, we had a really good time.
0: Oh, excellent. Um, this week for me was, I mean, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't anything different than usual. To be honest, nothing crazy went on. To be honest, that's fine. You know, (laughs) don't need any, any crazy stuff going on, but, uh. Yeah, I mean, it was a good week, and uh, didn't get to uh, really do much beyond uh, checking on the Twitter handles and everything else, and kind of check on Facebook, and uh, kept checking for any news for the show. There wasn't anything, so yeah. nothing, like, well, there was some stuff, but it wasn't, like, nothing groundbreaking. Yeah, nothing like things... new
1: characters or anything.
0: Yeah, it wasn't, like... like sending you a message to let you know that this huge development just happened and, you know, we need to record right now whether you want to or not, that kind of thing.
1: <laughs> I don't care uh, if there's screaming babies. You get on right now and record. <laughs>
0: exactly. So, uh, yeah, anyway, my week was, was pretty standard and, uh, yeah. So, um, all right, so uh, before we get into everything... I figured that we could probably talk a little bit about what this episode is going to cover. So last episode was all about Brian Fuller. Okay, we kind of did a broad overview of his career and talked a little bit about some of the projects he's done and what we might be able to expect from him as a showrunner and as a writer uh, looking forward to the show, right? Yes, this Brian Fuller week, King. Yeah, yes, Brian Fuller King. And so this week we are introducing Shadow. So we are going to be covering Ricky Whittle. Okay. Yes. Our main. So man. and yeah. So uh, before we get into that, for anybody that's listening to the podcast, I I, I was thinking about this today. Uh, thinking about what you know we, we have planned out for upcoming episodes. And I realized that people that listen to the podcast, they might be getting a little, maybe a little frustrated, okay? Um, and, and please let me know. I'll, we'd like to get some feedback on this, okay? So whether it's uh, t- in Twitter, uh, whether it's uh, Facebook, or whether you want to shoot us a message, an email, whatever. Let us know because I did think that maybe well, we're covering each a new person each week until news comes out that we can devote an episode but we also plan on having episodes devoted to the show itself now early on we kind of did i believe the first episode we kind of just did a broad overview of what the show was what we might be able to expect looking in the first few episodes and since then we really haven't done a whole lot we haven't gone super deep into the show and the adaptation from book to screen and you might be wondering why. Well, there's a couple reasons for that. One, because we have a long way to go. <laughs> and and although I know there'll be stuff coming out, some some things that we'll be able to talk about on the podcast as time goes on, whether it's say a trailer for the show, uh, new characters, new casting information, that kind of thing, which will lend itself to material that we can use for actual episodes. Um, we still have a long way to go, <laughs> but I do realize that that you're probably sitting and saying, "Okay, this is really interesting." Um, Rookie Riddle, you know, he's, he's Shadow. So yeah, it's kind of cool to get an idea of who this guy is. Maybe I've never heard of him before. Uh, I don't know much about him, but I really want to know what you think about the show, and you know, maybe taking a deep dive into the thematic content. Uh, that we might be able to, you know, to see in the show um, how they're going to adapt some of the themes, how they're going to adapt some of the uh, kind of crazier aspects of the book, or you know, maybe just very straightforward adaptation stuff. And I and I get that. So what I think we're going to do now is what we're going to do is we're going to do a couple episodes where we're going to cover a specific actor, um, and then we're going to do an episode where we kind of dive a little deeper into the book so that you are able to get a little bit of both, which I think is interesting. You get a chance to see some of the actors and what we can expect from them and why we think they're great as, you know, as a casting decision and what it pretends for their character. But then you also, of course, want to get an episode here and there that can be devoted to the actual show itself. So, there will come a point, though, where we are going to be jumping fully into just the show and talking about the show and talking about the book and what we can expect from from it being adapted and everything. So I just – I, I want to kind of throw this out there because I don't want people to think that we're not covering the adaptation. We we will be. We are. But it's – if we just sat and talked about nothing but the but the book – and it being a- adapted to the screen and everything, I th- would be, like, nothing to talk about in, like, four months, five months. You know, there will be nothing.
1: Yeah, and coming up when they, like, f- stop filming and they're, you know, in their editing periods and whatnot, it's going to be a long dead period until the show airs. So that's when we're going to mostly talk about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and like I said, it we will be devoting an episode... Um, probably the next episode we'll probably just talk about the book and and the adaptation and the show more and and so i just want you to know as a listener that you're probably wondering why can't you just talk about the show and i could just talk about the show <laughs> but there really won't be a whole lot to talk about that being said, because I'm kind of letting you know now, if you have any thoughts if you have any questions, things you want us to talk about cover, whatever, uh, let us know. shoot us an email, send us a message Twitter whatever Facebook you know the drill uh, at this point so let us know and uh, you know it'll give it'll also give us things to talk about if you if you want us to talk about something, just let us know and we'll definitely do that in the next in the next podcast.
1: Yes. We love like any kind of feedback you want to give us, you know, it just gives us more to talk about, and we're all about that.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to talk about when it comes to this. I mean, yes. there really is. You can you can really go crazy with, with everything that has to do with American Gods. Um, so, but sometimes parsing out what you want to talk about from episode to episode, you know, it can be a little difficult because, you know, it's, it's just a, one book, right? So we're talking about it. Kind of. I mean, there's American Gods and there's uh, Anansi Boys and there's, you know, so there's some other things there. But uh, if Hello? you're just talking about a straightforward adaptation... Oh,
1: internet internet cutout. Hello? Oh, okay. Okay, oh, there you are. Okay. You hear me?
0: Yeah. Yep. Sorry, guys. Um, technical
1: difficulties. <laughs>
0: yeah. So uh, Anansi Boys, of course, is in there and some of the things. But if you're talking about a straightforward adaptation of just one book... That's what we're talking about. And yeah. and so while the book itself is dense in its own way and it's got a lot of characters and it's got some really excellent themes to talk about, um, yeah, you know, there still is only so much you can talk about. So, you know, you need to be careful that we don't just exhaust all the conversation. And by the time we get to, like, September, you're, there's, like, nothing – for us to talk about it all so we're trying to slowly get into that aspect of the podcast Uh, you know not do it all at once but as we go along we will talk about it more and then you know hopefully we'll just be talking about that and only that so all right so I just wanted to kind of throw that out there and if Sarah do you have uh, anything you want to add to that
1: nope you summed it up (laughs) okay I was thinking um, talk about the news
0: okay go ahead and take the news
1: Alright, well there's not a lot Like there has been pretty quiet out in the Twitterverse Which I was kind of grateful for while I was in um in Oregon Because there just wasn't much time Like every time at night I'd like collapse into bed And just like quickly browse through Twitter To see if there was like anything new But luckily there wasn't too much But um, Orlando Jones started his first day filming as Mr. Darcy So that's super oh. exciting And um, after his first take He was applauded by all the background actors
0: Uh but see, you've just you've just uh, insulted all of our fans by calling him Mister Darcy.
1: Oh, f- Mister. Yeah, I'm. O- I do that all the time. <laughs> you don't know how much I do that. Yeah,
0: no, I totally, I totally <sighs> get it. Uh, yeah, so it's okay, it's okay. Uh, they know who he is.
1: Uh, <laughs> I know who he is. It, I just do that it, all the it, time because I always mix those names yeah. up.
0: Well, you were close because it's Mister Nancy, yes. and you know it's okay. Um, I don't know it, why. It's well, Pride and Prejudice, right?
1: It's exactly it. So,
0: <laughs> all right. So, anyway, keep going.
1: Um, anyways, yeah, who's a bit all the back. I want to cut that out. I feel really bad. <laughs> I feel so bad about that. That's okay. I...
0: They they would just massacre you on Twitter. That's all. That's <laughs> Even all.
1: writing it down I do that.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, it's okay. Um I you know, hey, where wait. It is. Uh, hey godlings. Um I want you to go on Twitter and I want you to go on anything that she's on and I want you to bash her uh on every possible platform. To let her know that uh, apparently we're not talking about American Gods, we're talking about Pride <laughs> and Prejudice, the podcast. <sighs> so, <laughs> American Prejudice, <laughs> right? Crossover. Uh, that's what I'm talking about, guys. <laughs> right. Uh, all right. Yeah. All right. So, so anyway, Nancy.
1: <laughs> Yes, but yeah, you know, he had a really good first day of shooting, and you know, being applauded by all the actors on set after your first take—that's pretty cool. Um. <laughs> Ricky Will had a clumsy moment, which I'm very much uh, in tune with, that he apologized to a lamppost that he almost ran into, and I relate very much to that. I've done it before myself.
0: (laughs) Just glad he's not injured,
1: right? (laughs) God, that would be horrible. Like, you run into a lamppost and that's your reason you can't film.
0: (laughs) I don't think he'd admit to that, trust me. (laughs) You would not have have heard about that.
1: He was mugged. He was like the mountain size. (laughs) And um, Brian Fuller tweeted a picture of Emily Browning as dead-eyed and adorable. Um, she's got the cross eyes and you know all dressed up in a flower crown, which is, of course, the Fuller universe's thing. And she looked freaking adorable cross-eyed. <laughs> My girl crush was, like, through the roof. <laughs> um. and, let's see. J. Jay- I'm gonna say his last name wrong. Jay Sankey spent time with Ricky Whittle teaching Shadow some magic tricks. So curious what that's gonna be all about.
0: Wow. It's certainly fun to do magic <laughs> tricks, right?
1: Yeah, I wonder if it's the coin tricks or something more.
0: Uh, it probably would be helpful. <laughs> for for the for the scenes, you know, how to do the, the the magic tricks and the the coin. yeah, uh, rolling the coin over his, his fingers. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, it'll be cool to see if he actually, you know, gets that down himself and not has, like, someone else's hand, you know, doing the coin tricks and stuff.
0: Well, it's probably, it's probably what he's doing. He's probably, because that's something that Shadow does all the time when he's nervous, when he needs, whatever. I mean, he always has to have it on him so that he kind of keeps himself busy.
1: Yeah, I can see just him taking on that practice then. Yeah. Um, so today Ricky will tweeted that his sister had a little baby girl and he's an uncle again so congrats to them
0: yeah definitely hey it's always a, a great it's a great announcement you know when you hear somebody's just had a child and someone of course close to him a uh, sister of course uh, you know being an uncle you know it's always a joyous occasion and he seems like a kind of guy who definitely holds family. It, it, very dear to him and it's important and so that's uh that's great so congrats
1: exactly yeah that's about all the news but as guess you can tell it's a little slow yep. and you know other than name fucked uppery it's pretty sharks
0: <laughs> i glory in your mess up
1: <laughs> i know you
0: do <laughs> like, it'll be like
1: when you post it on your your twitter it's gonna be like Titled Sarah, fuck up. Listen. <laughs>
0: yes, here I've just isolated this bit of audio for everyone to listen to. So, yeah,
1: <laughs> doesn't know who Mr. Nancy is.
0: <laughs> this is my co-host. So, <laughs> super professional. Right, right. She comes well prepared. Um, <laughs> all right, so, all right, so let's talk a little bit about our main subject this week, and of course, it's Ricky Whittle, and and also uh, since we're covering Ricky, we're also going to talk about Shadow the character so we will be getting a little bit into talking about american gods uh itself for people that are like i just want to hear about what you think so yeah we'll talk about ricky we're going to talk about um shadow, shadow the character and so we're going to kind of like compare them it does does ricky Widow look for instance like who you envisioned when you thought about Shadow? So we'll get to that here shortly. But let's first do um, let's first talk about Ricky, With Ricky the actor and the person, and we'll, we'll do that. So he was born in in 1981 in November, and uh, he was born in England.
1: Yes, an English actor.
0: So, uh, started out in uh, football and athletics, but he was injured. And so he pursued a degree in criminology, and he didn't complete that degree. But still, you know, it's actually pretty impressive. You know, if someone's going for criminology, that's, that's yeah. pretty serious stuff. It's not taken lightly, for sure.
1: No, interesting subject, too. Like, it's definitely something I think everyone's kind of curious about criminology. But, yeah, it's really good that he, like, went and pursued something different, and that was, you know, something kind of dark. <laughs>
0: Yeah, kind of reminds me of uh, Gordon Ramsey um, he was also he also started out in football and he was actually really really good unfortunately he suffered a pretty severe uh, I believe it was a knee injury and it was so severe in fact that he basically was done and that's, that's how he then went into becoming a chef and you know rest is history so. Yeah,
1: and became like, the most well-known chef out there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And the angriest. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. Uh, all right, so it looks like he he was in university. He became, uh, while well, he modeled and became the face of Red Book Campaign. Reebok. Into, uh,
1: I think that's Reebok.
0: Oh, yeah, Reebok, sorry. And, uh, yeah, did was read that, right? So that's my fault. I probably misspelled uh,
1: that too. It's okay.
0: Uh faced a Freebock campaign in 2000. Uh, this helped him uh, with casting for Sky 1's Dream Team. And uh, cast him as Ryan uh, Naismith. Uh, so would have left university to pursue a career in acting. So that's pretty Thank good. Thank goodness he did. Yeah, definitely. Um, so in the show, Dream Team, um, yeah, uh, Broken Leg was written in for him because he was playing sports and he broke a leg his leg in seven places which required a lengthy hospital say so it looked like they took kind of like things that happened him in life and they just incorporated it into the show
1: yeah it was nice of them to just not kill him off they incorporated his injury into the show
0: yeah that that happens i think a lot more than people know actually when it comes to like actors when they come i think a lot of times I think writers actually fish for some details about them that they're willing to kind of give up because, you know, I mean, it's it's just aspects of them that they can kind of pull and utilize for the the show, and I don't think that's a bad thing.
1: No, it's good when you can think on your feet and just, you know, go with the flow. It's awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, So then it looks like he he moved on to – uh, he moved on to a show called Hollyoaks, which mm-hmm. is, uh, it's a soap, kind of like a British soap show, you know?
1: Yeah, and he and... was um, nominated, like, four times for, like, sexiest male in the show, and he didn't win, and I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who won over him, really? Like, you, <laughs> think it, it,
0: you think it's a, it's a travesty, is what you're right.
1: saying? Right?
0: <laughs> Um, he played a character called Calvin Valentine and he was actually in that show until 2010, which yeah. is pretty, pretty impressive because he started, well, I guess he was in there for about five years actually. And it's a, it's a show, it's a, it's a soap, right? So they, they film like all the time.
1: Yeah. And when he last on a soap opera, that's pretty impressive too. Yeah.
0: Cause they kill people off pretty often. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so from there, uh, he did some of the stuff uh, kind of more short lived. He did Single Ladies for eight episodes. Uh, he did an episode of uh, NCIS. And then he got a big break when he was cast in The 100, which is on the CW here in America. And uh, the CW is actually pretty well beloved critically um, as a show. It's um, some. You know, hunger? Show- yeah the 100 yeah it, it's very well critically it's it's people yeah they, they really like it or um it's not just a popular show it it's not like one of the shows that's really popular but like critics hate it you know it's like it's popular and critics really really like it so um it's an excellent show and people if you haven't seen it if you haven't like watched it definitely give it a go because it's definitely it's worth your time it it's one of those shows where they take a lot of chances. Um, they're pretty plot-wise. They they do a lot of things and they kind of surprise you quite a bit. So yeah, yes.
1: Yeah, sorry.
0: No, just it's a good show. Give it a, give it a watch if you haven't tried it.
1: Yeah. Strange thing is, a lot of it was filmed at um, Riverview Mental Hospital, which is um, I used to be into. Um, you know, on the ghost hunting stuff like that and so me and my friends like it's all an abandoned mental institution so we would always kind of hang around there like every single week and um i kind of just missed it because they film. they stopped filming there uh they might still be filming but they were used to be filming there while we were there so i could have you know crossed paths with him at some point because they're always filming
0: oh well yep check into that because you know (laughs) maybe you could like Get in contact with him and be like, hey, our podcast is awesome. You should come on it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I yeah. am. Oh, okay, I'll tell you about that part later. Because it might get somebody in trouble if somebody heard this. So, I'll tell you that part
0: later. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. So, anyway, he he, he did that uh, for quite a bit. And up until just recently, because he, he literally... Left the 100 to come do American Gods. But also during that time, he was in the sh- a show called Mistresses, and he, he did 10 episodes of that as well. Yep.
1: Yeah. And he was on in um, Austin Land, which is, you know, kind of ties into my fuck up, so it's all good.
0: <laughs> oh, so see, you're going to use that excuse. I yeah. see. I see.
1: It's yeah. in my notes. <laughs> it's <Right>. totally connected. <laughs>
0: so, yeah, to- to- totally legitimized <laughs> your mistake. Um,. <laughs> Alright, so uh, so that's a pretty good uh, overview of what he's done as an actor and, and a pretty good idea of what he, he's done in general, what it led him up to, to acting and kind of you know, where he is now. So um so let, let's talk a little bit about him as as shadow, okay. When you when you saw him, when you saw he was cast, did you look at that photo and think, ah, that, that's Shadow. That's how I pictured him. That's who I thought he would be.
1: It's nothing like what I pictured. I pictured a <laughs> very different guy. But when I first saw Ricky Whittle I was like, I'm on board. I can see it. I like him. I'm totally on board with that choice. Yeah. Um, There's something about, like, his face and his eyes that just kind of work for the character.
0: No, everything's fine. I will say, uh, and I certainly have no problem with him being cast, you know, it's always this way when you read a book, okay? And when it gets adapted, whether it's a TV show or it's a movie or whatever it is, um, you always look at the character on screen and the first thing you think of, is that how I picture them? Okay, you just you just do that. That's, that's, I think everybody does that, you know? Um, I looked at him and I knew exactly who he was, right? Because I'd already been watching the 100 for a while. So I knew who Ricky Whittle was. So it wasn't a surprise. Even when I heard his name, like he was cast, I thought, is that who I thought? Shadow would... See, for me, it's not so much anything to do with the face or anything. To me, Shadow always was bigger. I I guess that's the thing. Like To me, Shadow was just big. Like a big, like ripped, huge, kind of a really big guy. Like I don't know, like like a giant linebacker in football, right? Like just, Chris Hemsworth just kind of size, kind of yeah, exactly. It kind of just like big, you know, huge. But um, but that being said, I, nothing, nothing about him being cast is is bad in any way. He's a good actor. Uh, he was excellent on the one hundred. He was he was often mentioned as one of the you know actors that really lifted the show um and i still i, th- I think that's definitely true and which it was a good thing because i think when he comes to american guys he brings a lot of talent and he just brings a lot of i think desire i think there's a lot of drive in him as an actor he he knows what this opportunity means so I don't think you're going to get anything less than 150% from him every single day on set. Every, every scene that he's in, he's going to give everything he's got.
1: Yeah, he's quite devoted, and he seems to have, like, also at the same time, he's having a good time. Like, he often tweets, like, photos of, like, uh, you know, working with Ian McShane today, and man, this guy, and stuff like that. Like, he's having a really good time, so... He's enjoying it, and I think someone who enjoys, you know, the role they're playing is going to be an even greater actor for that part.
0: Well, yeah, if you're on set and you hate it, I mean, it's it it doesn't always translate into your performance on screen, but it's definitely not a good thing. And and I've seen movies where I, I've heard after, you know, I've watched the movie and I look into the movie where I've heard, like, the actor hated being there, and you kind of tell. There's just something in the performance where you, like, you get like this whiff of just I don't want to be here. Yeah, you know? like the
1: new James Bond guy. He hated being James Bond. It kind of translates after the first first one. Yeah, I mean
0: it's it's a hard thing to hate being on set, and that translate. You know, if there's a scene where you're trying to, you're supposed to be like happy or. Something, I mean, if you're, if you're supposed to be miserable, then great, perfect, you know. At, Good at, rule. <laughs> at, that translates well. But if there's it, if a scene where you're supposed to be like like happy or normal, sometimes you're like, man, that guy doesn't look like he's happy, even though his character's supposed to be happy and it just doesn't work. So I, I've seen that happen in other rules, and I, I can tell when an actor just hates being there. And, you know, I think so far from what I've read, from what I've seen online, from the from the tweets that he's been throwing out, yeah, he, he just really loves being there.
1: Yeah, he really does. Like he's just soaking up everything and enjoying every bit of it.
0: Well, like I said, he knows what this this means for his career, right? Yeah, we this talk- could
1: be his next big breakthrough. Well, yeah,
0: because like we talked when we were talking in the last episode. All right, um, we we said about how with Brian Fuller, he's now at a state in his career. A stage in his career where being on a show that he is in charge of and he's writing is a big deal. Okay, it it just is, uh, and it's kind of been just everything building on itself as time has gone on with with him. Right, early on, you know, he had some really cool ideas, and people thought this is a cool show. And but as time goes on, as he as each project he takes on is really, really good, and obviously Hannibal being the last project, the last, you know, project he worked on full-time, um, people have been amazed by it. They know how good everything about that show is, so it's kind of like being a director who's just won Best Director, or their, their movie's just won Best Picture at the Academy Awards, right? I mean, you're coming off this immense high. You say you just won Best Director. Like, everybody wants to be in your next movie. Right, because of what it means, okay? A, this is like an immensely talented director. B, um, if I get a, if I get a role in his movie, it's just gonna do like a world of good for my for my career, you know. So that's I think where we're at with with Brian Fuller. Like people want to be in his next project, and his next project just happened to be American Gods.
1: Yeah, and for like someone like you know Ricky Will, he was in, he's been in like a solid character and leads and stuff like that, but nothing that was ever like a huge role, like, um, like on stars network or something like an adaptation from a book, like it's it's big stuff from a famous book.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So, um, and so we just talked a little bit about physically what we thought, you know, comparing the, the actor versus the character. Um, but when it comes to, to shadow's persona, how do we think he's going to do there okay so if we think about shadow in the books shadow sometimes can come off as a bit morose okay he's he's somebody who in a lot of ways hasn't really lived life okay this has i mean okay laura laura dying and that's a huge deal okay and it, it does definitely doesn't make his character any happier, okay. But I remember there's a there's a uh, a scene in the book, and I can't remember exactly when it is. I want to say it's kind of like the two thirds mark of the book, and he's having a conversation with Laura, and she talks about how he he says something like. I'm alive or something like that. And she says in a way she, I can't, I'm like, I can't say this like verbatim, but she basically says yes, but also not really. Um, And then she launches in this story about how, you know, even back before he went to prison, when they had been married, there were times where she would go into a room and be walking around and like open up the curtains or something and turn around And he'd been sitting there the whole time and didn't even realize she was there. Like, he was just completely off somewhere. And it wasn't... He wasn't even present. You know, so there was times where, like, he was literally in the same room with her and she had no idea. That's kind of who he has been for a good portion of his life uh, for a variety of reasons. And so his character in the books kind of comes off that way. He's... Someone who in a lot of ways is trying to jumpstart his life and jumpstart his inner fire, you know, like that will to live, that that desire to do something with his life. And so I'm wondering how that's going to translate for on the screen with Ricky as the actor.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I I agree. Like it'll be something like very interesting to see how he can play that because that would be really hard to adapt. Like those are very extremely complex emotions for somebody who's like constantly in a waiting room. Yeah.
0: Well, here's the thing. Um, with Shadow. Okay. So the book is told from his perspective. Okay. And when you're adapting a book to a show or to a movie, a lot of times the hardest thing is to try to find a way to adapt the inner monologues that we get. All right. So with Shadow, you you get his point of view, you get his thoughts. And of course you can't do that on on a TV show very well. You know, you might maybe be able to occasionally get a voiceover of some kind if you want to go that route, but that's about the most you can do. And so how do you adapt what's going on in his head and portray that on the show? Because, you know, you have to do it through action. You have to do it through exposition in some way, but it's not just as easy as, here, let's go into Shadow's mind.
1: Yeah, like that would just be the cheap route well it'd know, be
0: cheap just, and it would be weird yeah you know be
1: awkward and taking away from the actual story being told
0: yeah so i guess that's the thing how how's this going to go well of course we don't know not really <laughs> you know i mean <laughs> we this can point, just think
1: and dream <laughs> yeah
0: you know, exactly and so right now it's just speculation here's what i think i think that that ricky was gonna is going to do uh, a really good job here uh, what we have to remember is that when Hannibal came out, we do nothing or very little about the actors playing the roles. Yeah, we've, we saw Hugh Dancy in a couple things, and I've, I've seen Mad, Mads Mikkelsen in, in a few things over the years. So I didn't look at them and go, man, these are terrible actors. You know, I wasn't doing that. But it wasn't like they cast somebody who, I, who I'd seen and thought, man, that person is going to be unbelievable. Okay.
1: That man is Hannibal Lecter.
0: Exactly. So we but we got a great show with great acting and like every single episode of that show. So it taught me it taught me to not underestimate anybody who's in a Brian Fuller show.
1: Yeah, like if Brian Fuller thinks he can do it, we can pretty much assume that he can do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. It it's something that if you're listening to the show, maybe you saw who was cast as Shadow and thought, that's not Shadow. Or you don't know anything about them and you're thinking, you're looking at their IMDb page and you're thinking, man, this is the person they have. To, this, they're supposed to be Shadow. Like, look at their resume. It's not like they've been in dozens of, of projects over the years. And no, Ricky hasn't been in, you know, he doesn't have a resume that's that you know goes to all the way to your feet. So you can be really impressed by it. Right? Because not he's, like
1: Ian McShane. Yeah. He's
0: not he's he's still pretty young in his career and especially in terms of the amount of projects he's been in. But that doesn't mean he's not gonna be good. I think he could be really, really good. And I'm pretty sure that he's going to do the best job he can.
1: Yeah, I agree. Like he he's got devotion and I'm no you know, if Brian Fuller, you know, has faith in him, I I'm not worried whatsoever. He looks like the kind of guy, from what I've seen of him, he can probably pull this off.
0: Yeah, I'm not that worried about it. I'm honestly not worried at all. I really... I'm excited to see... The first time we get a trailer or footage, I'll be really excited to see what we get from... Well, from everybody, you know, every character that we get to see. But I'd be really interested to see if we get a chance... To see his acting, you know, something. Um, Yeah.
1: Like, I wonder if they're going to give us maybe, like, a teaser or something at Comic-Con. Because they're going to be there, so they've got to show something.
0: Well, I wouldn't be surprised. At this point, I think they've been filming enough that they could give us uh, some sort of a sneak peek of something.
1: Yeah, I'm just looking up and That's the 23rd, I think it is. Yeah, so hopefully we'll see something in, like, two weeks. We might... You know, get to see a glimpse of something.
0: Well, remember something. Uh, Most TV shows, an episode takes uh, about seven, about a week to film. Seven to ten days, usually, to film an episode. So, by that measure, they're they're in, they're well enough into the show now that they are already doing post-production on that first episode. Yeah. So... Um, they're already adding whatever special effects and, and doing all everything they need to do in post production. So, you know, there's a chance. Um, I would say there's even a chance, and I don't, it depends on how quickly they can get it done. There's also a, a very, very slight chance that uh, anybody that's at Comic Con that gets into the, the panel might get a chance to see the first episode, even way, way, way in advance. It's possible.
1: Yeah, if any of you are going to Comic-Con and going to see American Gods, please, like, strap a camcorder and, like, a camera to your chest so we can see everything, please. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know, it's it's been done before. You know, um, if it's not
1: too much to ask.
0: <laughs> yeah, look, it's been done before. It, it uh, People seeing episodes way, way in advance. Whether yeah. it's going to happen here, I don't know. If I had to pick, I'd probably say no. But I do believe there's a good chance we could see a scene, possibly, or a uh, a teaser, or a, just a, maybe even just a full out trailer of the first you know couple of episodes of of the show. So I think we'll get something. I do think we'll get something.
1: Yeah, like I hope it's not like I'll still be happy if, even if it's just a couple pictures. But I would really love to see like a taste of what we're in for.
0: Well, I think that we'll get something like that. Look, here's the thing. Stars is going to put a lot of money into this show and they're going to put a lot of money into the advertising. But with that being said, they want to come out of Comic-Con with a lot of buzz. Oh yeah. This, this, here's the thing. Comic-Con is the, is the beginning. This is the moment where a show the show really gets a chance to explode. This is where the buzz begins to build. If if you're stars, you want to come out of Comic Con. People saying, "My God, I cannot wait! I cannot wait until American Gods comes out. I, I, the day can't get here soon enough. It looks unbelievable." That is the exact thing you want out of every single person that comes out of out uh, of Comic Con.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, I was just, before we started, um, Brian Fuller had also tweeted um, a picture of, um, I think it's David Slater or Michael Green, um, editing um, uh, one of the episodes, and it says post-cutting. So I think that's kind of like the wrapping of an episode?
0: Yeah, I think that's right. That should be right, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was like, his dog's watching, you know, editing. (laughs) like... Okay, I want to know what they're editing. What episode?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so it's got
1: Jonathan Tucker in it, so it could be the first one because you know, Loki Lysmith right in the beginning.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think that they're they're well into editing. They, <laughs> I have no doubt that uh, they're. This is something that they'll be well into for quite some time. It's a show I also think is going to have quite a, quite a bit of special effects. You know, yeah. it's something that's going to take like Hannibal. I think it's going to take a while for them to, to edit and do the the effects, uh, for each episode.
1: Yeah, you're probably right about that. Probably going to be a lot of like extra flare in the background.
0: Yeah, there's you know just because the general look of of Hannibal. Uh, the color palette, everything. I mean, that takes it takes a little while to do that. So, and they don't want to rush it. They want this. They want this first season to be as good as it possibly can be.
1: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's exciting.
0: <laughs> um. So when it comes to to Shadow, um, we talked a little bit about what we can expect from the first few episodes. So the first the first episode is called the Bone Orchard.
1: Okay.
0: Yes. Um, and we're since talking about Shadow, do you think that the first episode is going to focus just on Shadow, or do you think it'll jump around a little bit?
1: I think it's going to be focused on Shadow in jail. I think it's going to be quite a bit of just him in jail with Loki, um... And maybe some flashbacks of Laura, like hanging out with his friend. I think it's going to be very much them, though.
0: Okay, okay, no, I, I can get behind that. You know, in the in the book, the whole prison thing lasts what, like fifteen fifteen pages, maybe. Yeah, very quick. Uh, you're in and you're out. But I can see, I can see them doing that, uh, taking more time, letting things slowly play out a little more. Maybe of the maybe. I could see the f- I could see the final scene of the episode being uh, Shadow uh, being told that his wife has died.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that he's in like the warden's office and he gets told the news. I can see that being like first episode, very end.
0: Yeah. So then, the second episode would pick up with him coming out of prison and boarding a bus, and then you know.
1: Getting harassed by Mister Wednesday.
0: Basically, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that could be the end. Of, I could see the sec- end of the second episode being something like uh, could end with the battle uh, or the fight at the uh,
1: uh, uh, the um, bar, the crocodile bar.
0: Yeah, of Yeah, yeah, crocodile bar. So that I think could be the end there. So I, I do think you're right. It, look, this is gonna this is gonna focus a lot on Shadow. He is the main character. But I do think there is potential. There's potential, I think, for this to be a very much ensemble cast um, throughout the series, where even though Shadow's the main character, we're going to get a lot of other characters kind of around. So.
1: Yeah. I think maybe first, maybe the second episode will be centrally shadow, but I think by at least the third episode, we're going to branch out and start seeing a bunch of the other characters.
0: Yeah, well, well, if it's like the books, the books do that too, or the book, I'm sorry, does that too, where, you know, we do get isolated scenes with, with the other characters, you know, so um, yeah, that's, that's important.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just getting to know more about them and their story, just filling in a little bit, but um like, I don't know if it'll play out like in the book where Shadow, you know, he's going, you know, he gets pulled in by Technical Boy and then he goes to meet um, Chernabog and stuff like that. I don't know if it'll be like an order or if they're going to kind of cut in scenes of their lives kind of going on before he enters into their lives. It
0: It's hard. You know, they're... um Look, this is being this is being done very much. I think with Neil Gaiman's blessing, and I think Neil has definitely uh, input, and is, is kind of allowing them to use him as a as a a source of knowledge, and since he's also involved mm-hmm. at least in some degree to the actual process of actually writing the show, so I think uh I think we'll probably get is we'll probably get a decently. Faithful adaptation, but I think there's also some potential to kind of play around with some stuff. And I think Neil is going to totally be on board with it because I think it's going to be a, done with his, I think, probably a lot, with, like with his approval and with his help. I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think he's going to be quite instrumental into a bunch of the writing. Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine him not being. Yeah
0: well look you know I, I want to mention this too Fuller said uh, when he talks about the series he says um, that the events of the book they're, they're going to expand beyond the events of the book that we see and they're also going to expand on the point of view and go above and beyond shadow and Wednesday
1: yeah yeah so we may get an episode or two that have nothing to do with shadow Wednesday
0: yeah so Yeah, I wouldn't it, be surprised no, it it won't be surprising and that's fine by me. I have no problem with that. I they're going to incorporate uh, elements from Anansi Boys as well. So, I think it's going to be something that is I, this look, there's a vision for this show and I think like every single Brian Fuller show that we've seen that voyage that vision will be fully realized. Yeah, with the before first, he's even started yeah, filming. Yeah, but. the first episode of the show it's that his vision is already going to be 100% done. We know what the show is going to look like. We know the show is going to sound like it's going to be strong. Everything. The writing is going to be strong. The acting is going to be strong. Everything's going to be great. And I I, look, if you, if, if for people out there, if you think, if you're worried about anything, let us know, because I want to know what you're worried about as somebody who's probably going to be sitting down and watching this show what are you worried about from the get-go? Are you worried about how the show's going to look? Are you worried about the actor's cast in their roles? Let us know. Yeah.
1: yeah. Are you worried about how... You've seen the first pictures. Are you worried about how it's being portrayed? Is it what you thought it would be in the books? You know, etc.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's important. Because, you know, we all have an idea of how an actor... Should portray a character, or how a character should look, or how a location should look, from from the books. Uh, those are all important things. But how important is it to you? Are you just like I'm? Are you just happy that the show is being created, and you just can't wait to see it? Or do you have expectations, and you're afraid they're not going to be met?
1: Yeah. yeah. Let us know, because we would love to discuss those.
0: Yep. Um. All right. So I think that's pretty much it for this episode. Um, so yeah. what, why don't we get into the, uh, the social media information and links? Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Just them <laughs> All right. So... You can find us at American Gods uh, dot, uh, You can email us at American Gods Podcast at gmail.com. And we are on Twitter at American Gods Pod. Um, I'm on there, you know, now that I'm off the of vacation, I'm on there pretty much several times every day. So it's the easiest way to reach out to us. We'll respond pretty quickly. Um, we're on Facebook, American God's podcast, shock. <laughs> and that's what we're on right now. We haven't expanded so far, but yeah, those are our social media plugs.
0: And you can find me on Twitter. I'm also there. Um, I don't tweet out as much. I mean, I'm on like every day, you know, I'll tweet some things occasionally, uh, but I am on, I'm always aware, uh, of, of stuff that's being you know talked about when it comes to the show. Um, you can find me if you want to tweet me uh, I am uh, Michael underscore Lannick. so you can find me on there and shoot me a message let me know uh, what you think of the show and uh, any questions that you might have if you don't feel like you know uh, tweeting the actual uh, American God's uh, official Twitter handle so.
1: Yeah, Yeah, and I am also on the Twitterverse. It's at Labyrinth Rose, and I check that pretty often. Not as much as I check the uh, American Gods one, but I'm on every day, so you can reach me there as well.
0: Yep. Yep. Well, all right, everyone. Uh, So that, I think, pretty much ends our uh, fifth episode here. Um, So we covered uh, Ricky Whittle. We talked a little bit about his... uh, his portrayal, uh, what we hope to see with his portrayal of shadow. And, uh, so next week, I think what we're going to do is we're probably going to dive a little bit into deeper into the first episode of, uh, the show in terms of what we think. I think we're going to kind of go in and, and maybe try to even go so far as to parse out what we think scene by scene. Um, What do we think it's going to be like? We talked a little bit about today, but we'll probably try to dive in a little more and uh, kind of get into the heads of the characters that we think we're going to see and uh, just talk a little bit more in depth about that. So uh, I think that's probably going to be our our subject. And uh, if you have any questions, if you want us to talk about anything in the next episode, definitely let us know. Look, you... You have as much input into what we do here as we do. That's really the truth of it. Um, our job is to try to give you you know, a good episode each time out and hopefully talk about something that you're interested in. Uh, but this is a new podcast, and so you there's room for it to be molded. So if you feel like you want us to go in a different direction, if you want us to talk about some of the things that has to do with the show, you know, let us know. Give us some input give us some feedback let us know what you think and also uh, if, if you could uh, take some time a few minutes out of your day if possible go to uh, go to apple.com go to um, American Gods podcast and uh, rate us on iTunes you know let it let us know uh, what you think of the show rate us on iTunes and uh, it's definitely appreciated if you rate us on iTunes, We will throw a a shout-out to you on the next podcast episode. Yeah, you
1: know, five stars only. Yes,
0: yes. yes. (laughs) We don't do four stars. That's just too low. Um, That's
1: below us. (laughs) Yes, yes, come
0: on. Um, Yeah, so anyway, it's all appreciated, uh, whether it's feedback or whether it's being rated on iTunes. Uh, We definitely enjoy anything you guys want to throw at us. So thank you, and we will be talking to you next time. Okay?
1: So everyone, have a good night, and thank you for listening, godlings.